Welcome to the A to Z Golfing Podcast presented by Am Golf Trips. Follow the entire 2023 season at amgolftrips.com and swagseries.com with Andy Sazan. Our guest today, head of operations over at Swag Golf, Andrew Schmidt. Andrew, how are you? I am doing well. Thanks for having me. You know, doing our first live episode with you is fantastic. <laughs> you know, we totally set you up for this. We queued you mm-hmm. in. Everything is great. So it's perfect. Uh, perfect. It's good. It's good to see you. We've all survived Las Vegas. It was a. Uh, it was an epic trip. Um, I know I sent everybody some notes, but I'm already going to go completely away from them. Um, we're going to go right into the recap of Las Vegas because I have to start there. I, I was going to slowly move into it, but I, I just want the full assessment. I uh, First and foremost, your thoughts on Shadow Creek. Oh, man. Well, you know, I was going to slow roll it towards Vegas to build some anticipation, but I guess we're, we're just going to jump right in. Shadow Creek was, I mean, it was phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal. The staff was great. The course was just epic. Um, I don't. It's truly a special place, and I am so happy we were able to. Uh, well, one, I'm happy I got to play there, but two, you know, extremely happy that we were able to host an event there. Andy also first time seeing it and being present, and I think for somebody that did not get to play around a golf and I've loved uh, playing golf out there to talk to every single person that was coming on to 18 and introducing them onto the greens and then talking to them a little bit about wherever they were in the round about it. I don't even think that there were words that they could come up with. Like people weren't even completing sentences in regards to like how to describe the golf course. And I think for me, that was kind of like the cool part. It's like, how's your day going? It's just, uh, (laughs) fantastic. So Andy, from your perspective, I know you got to spend a lot of time out on 17. Do you share in that with Andrew? Yeah. So I was out on 17 and, um, I got different stories from all the different caddies throughout the day. So obviously that was the hole that I guess Steve Wynn has his dolphins on. So they had a little three graves right in front of that. So every caddy was telling them that, um, and then one caddy also told us that, uh, Michael Jackson used to come out and sit by the, um, the little, I guess, the waterfall. waterfall in the background there with bubbles, the, uh, the monkey and just, watch the golfers and say, Hey guys, how you doing? And as they all came through. So that was, that was the stories I have on 17, but, um, the, the players that came up, they all, you know, they all had a great time looking at the, the, uh, photo, the, uh, telephone booth right there, uh, taking pictures with that. Um, Paige rolled up that way. Claire was out that way for a little bit. So they were all enjoying that whole vibe that was going on. And they knew, you know, they started on different holes. So I had people from the beginning of the, the round at the end of the round, the people that started in the beginning, they were still trying to get their wits about them looking around and, and figuring it all out. But by the end, everyone was pretty loose anyway. So it was, it was a good time being out there with them. You know, I, I didn't mean to like stir it up and get started with Vegas. So we'll come back to it later, but you know, <laughs> well, I just kind of wanted to throw it out there. Uh, it was the first thing on my mind. Um, but no, I, I do want to, st- talk a little bit from the start you know we've gotten to spend a lot of time with you um trips i've gotten to know you before you even started coming on golf trips you know i've heard a little bit about how the start of this fantastic company started i know that there's a lot of uh childhood friendships that are also involved with people that work there and stuff like that so just let everybody know like where did this all start where did where did the evolution or the idea of swag golf really start 
Yeah, I mean the the initial idea, the initial concept, you know, that that is Nick's brainchild. Um I don't know how long it's been floating around, rattling around up there, uh but you know, five and a half years ago, uh we were chatting on the phone which, you know, backstory Nick and I have known each other for 34 years. We've been friends, family friends, you know, played little league together, all that. So, uh you know, we were just chatting on the phone and he was talking about a idea he had. I was living in Michigan at the time and looking for a change. And, you know, it seemed, seemed pretty exciting. I, a, a far cry from, you know, the specialty pharmacy work I was doing at the time, but, you know, I have a pretty storied golf employment history being a starter for parking golf court, mini golf, skill golf, sorry, skill golf in uh, Lincolnshire, Illinois, uh, for one summer in high school. So, you know, I know my way around a course, obviously. And, uh, no, it just, it, you know, it sounded like an awesome concept and it sounded fun and he was so enthusiastic about it. And, you know, I kind of said, what the heck, let's, uh, you know, if, if you need somebody to help you do this, I'll, I'll jump on board. And I spent the next 12 months pretty much commuting and couch surfing, uh, in Chicago for, uh, you know, and, and going up to the burbs and, there were four of us at the time, uh, Nick, Tommy, Trent, and myself, and we all sat in one little room in the office around a conference table and just started putting things together. You, you know, five and a half years ago, like you like you detailed, when, or maybe it even hasn't, it, it, it's so big. Like, I mean, from somebody that kind of came around in the middle of 2018 and then started to see like the evolution of it. I mean, from those first meetings to obviously you guys have so many more employees now, but was there a point when you were just kind of like, you know, holy blank. Um, this is, this is something like this is growing towards the idea that we had or surpassed the idea that you had. I, I would be so interested just to hear about how the, the evolution of those meetings really took place for you guys. I mean, I, the first time it was kind of a, wow, this is, this is going better than I ever imagined. I, I mean, honestly, I have that feeling every single day, but it, it might've been launch night, April one, uh, you know, we didn't have a ton of stuff, you know, we were still kind of bootstrapping everything together and, and we launched and it went extraordinarily well and especially for for myself not you know i never really lived in this high-end collectible golf space before so uh i'd heard a lot about it through nick and through some other folks i know but um it was still a shock of just oh this is this is a true proof of concept here so we all know that you got your start um on April 1st, what was before that at the PGA show? What were you guys doing there with that, with everything? Uh, so the PGA show kind of just fell into our laps. We had no intention of going outside of maybe as attendees. Um, and we ended up getting a space last minute. And I mean, you want to talk about pulling something together last second. That's pretty much what we did. We, we got a, a pedestal that had a light on it. We were 
we were down outside of Orlando in who knows where neighborhood tracking down a welder to <laughs> weld this thing for us last minute, the morning before the show starts. Uh, you know, we had, I think at that point, three, maybe four head covers done. And that was it. We had, you know, these were all prototypes, you know, just, and we had, uh, and we had half a putter. Oh, no uh, way. Not even, not even a fully done putter that we put on this pedestal, used a cover to hide the half that was not completely <laughs> finished to the level we'd want it to be uh, on this pedestal. And that was, that was basically our booth was just an empty square with a pedestal in the middle, a wall behind us that said swag and, uh, and that's it. And I'll, I look and at I'll where you're at today. <laughs> so that was, uh, you know, that was a pretty, that was an experience. And, and I honestly think I, it worked out great for us. I, we got a lot of positive feedback. I think the minimalist approach created a little bit of buzz because, you know, who the heck are these guys that are literally just displaying half a putter in their booth? Um, and it's just snowballed from there. So with that, and you're talking about the snowball effect and how everything has grown from there and, and the minimum uh, being minimal or minimalist when it when you were at that show. What what for you has turned into your favorite parts about the brand? Like specifically, I think something that we've we've kind of strived for since day one is we want it to be fun. Um, and that's always been the most enjoyable part for me is you know, just kind of the weird, like golden tickets, redemption cards, F5s, you know, hiding items on the site, just kind of doing some different, unique, creative things to just make the purchase experience a little more exciting and to bring, you know, some things to the table that at least originally nobody else was kind of doing in our space. And, and that still kind of remains my, my favorite part is, we tried to make a brand of things that we thought was cool or were cool and, and do some kind of fun. You know, we grew up watching Willy Wonka, the, you know, the concept of a golden ticket. That's, you know, that's always stuck with us and, you know, redemption cards. We, you know, we collect sports cards and stuff too. And, and it's always super fun when you pull one of those. So trying to incorporate these, things we've seen elsewhere and how can we bring those into our brand and have some fun with it and, and make it more enjoyable for everyone. So is there, with all that being said, I mean, like if you really start to put like pen to paper, there's so much that you guys do now. I mean, with, um, I'm sure everybody out there, we could probably talk about it a little bit more with, uh, uh, with the EP and how that became an evolution and then having the accessibility to, as an outsider really start to ramp up product right and then having to keep up with that so are there are there things in the future that you guys are already you know kind of leading us into or or are we just going to kind of have to wait and see where this juggernaut goes and where these ideas go uh yes <laughs> well i i i mean we saw one of them today i'm you know which was the what the release today 
Well, I mean, I mean, both of them. I mean, I think, I think, like the evolution of the money cover. I mean, uh, when I first met you, I learned pretty quickly, like the Jefferson was sort of your thing, or at least that's what I thought was your thing, right? Um, which is totally cool. I mean, how many people out there even? <laughs> still look at like a $2 bill. And then you got people out there that like all of a sudden they, they want a Jefferson head cover. And then now, now they want $2 bills to go along with it. Right. And then, you know, then the hats and I would always see you with hats today. We saw the, the die pack covers. And then on top of it, we get to see the new shape of the putter that's coming out. So I know that you get us all like on our toes. I'm just wondering, like, is there ever a, a point where, it does come back a little bit where it, maybe it is minimized a little bit to where, and I'm just saying it, like it's a little bit old school. Like, is there a time when you throw it back to like some of the things that you were, that we were talking about in the beginning? I, I mean, look, we've, we've built a brand that a lot of it is based on nostalgia for us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do. I do think there is a time for that, but we're also, we're still a, very young company we still have a lot of ideas that we have not exhausted yet and you know i'm not going to say in the future we're not going to go down that road but there is a plan and <laughs> no i'm not going to tell you what it is <laughs> it's just us here talking no there's no one else listening uh, yeah yeah <laughs> nobody else the 13 other people that are going to listen to this work work with you or or rob and matt so you know it's perfectly fine uh, uh, well okay so with that with that being said let, let's transition a little bit into playing golf Right. You know, I've gotten to I've gotten to play a little bit of golf with you. We got to spend a day out at Elgin last year together. We played an event this year together. You know, you were obviously a starter at one of the most marquee municipal (laughs) professional putting courses in all of the Chicagoland area. Where was it? Was it just being involved with the brand that really started to bring it out of you? And then obviously I've been around you enough to know that you're hooked, like you're legitimately hooked on playing golf. So. Tell us a little bit about that. Where did that sort of start to come into line for you? Uh, you know, I, I probably started playing golf when I was I don't know, nine or 10, somewhere in that range. And uh, I've always liked it. I've always enjoyed it. But to be honest, I probably didn't really fall in love with the game until uh, high school, college age. Uh, you know, when it kind of flipped to playing mostly with friends and and that's what golf has always been to me is a social game that like, I enjoy the hang. I enjoy going out with people that I like spending time with and having, you know, four to five hours outdoors. I try to look at my phone as few times as possible and just kind of disconnect and enjoy it because there's not many opportunities in my life anymore that I can do that. And so golf is sort of my, sanctuary uh and i know it's a lot of different things to a lot of people some people it's a very solitary sport but you know for me i i don't have much of an interest of going out and playing 18 holes by myself that doesn't do it for me um i'm also not a very good golfer so i just like going out i don't mean to jump in but i'm gonna disagree you 
And our partner here won the gross tournament at PGA National. That, so that that is that is true. And your partner, your your partner, my partner that weekend can attest to I spent pretty much the entire round talking about how well we were doing in the net division. Uh because the concept of a gross division was completely and utterly foreign to me. Uh <laughs> so <laughs> but uh no, but that but that's it for me. I like I like the time to hang out with people I enjoy spending time with and just have some fun. You're one of the best people and I for anybody out there that hasn't been to an event that has gotten to see Andrew on a microphone or hasn't or if you haven't had a conversation with him in person, I highly suggest coming to an event and just spending 5 minutes with him because when I first met you and then getting to play golf with you, you could totally tell that it's your sanctuary. Like you're just, you're just out there. You just want to relax. You want to have a good time. You are way too critical of yourself that you're not a good player. I think you're a fantastic player. Um, So with that being said, I I think the more that you get to play and and the more that you get to enjoy it and having the attitude that you have is only going to make you better in golf. I mean, I've preached this numerous times to, to Andy and other people that we've had on, uh, the mindset of how you play is, you know, we see it in different people. I mean, I love George Tudor to death, but putter throws on the first screen, um, you know, are really not the way to go to set your day up for the next 17 holes. So, um, so what do you enjoy the most? I mean, I, you kind of like, what about the actual game of golf? Is it your driver? Is it the, is it, you know, what, what specifically do you enjoy the most about your golf game? Um, you know, it's that, it's that one good shot. Yeah. Great shot. Um, you know, my, my game is not that consistent, but I can have, I can have 20 bad shots in a row and then you just have that one perfect shot and it just brings you completely back and reminds you of why you love this game. So I, I mean, it's not a specific club because it really could be any club in the bag that that happens with, but it's just that, that moment you swing the club, it just feels right. And it goes exactly where you want it to go. And, and it's a beautiful thing. I, I mean, I love it. I mean, listen, between me and you, I think your favorite thing should be the driver because you hit a driver better than 90% of the people that I've seen. Um, and you're so consistent with it. And I think that sort of is your mindset. I mean, when we played together, what what was the thing? Maybe my tempo is too good. I think we went through, I think we went through like four holes where you're like, I think my tempo is really, is like perfect. And then we, we you know, were struggling a little bit, but then you're always hitting the driver so well. So it's fun yeah. to see, man. I mean, tempo, tempo, tempo. Oh, 100%. Uh, do you have a joke for us or should we not go there? I, I, we should I probably, have we a, should probably, we I should do not probably have, not go there. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we'll skip that one for today. That's on A to Z after dark. Uh, <laughs> oh, coming coming soon to Showtime. We're gonna have to get that past um, Mr. Robert McGuire. I don't know if yeah. he will if he'll allow us to go after dark. So, but speaking of after That's dark, Z let's get back to Las Vegas. Let's get back, back to, to Vegas. Las Vegas. Uh, so, Andy, run us through the recap of the weekend that we just had. Sure. So on Saturday night, we started with the Top Golf Party. Um, 
then there were extracurriculars for that for some people that wanted to go out, which was fun. And then, <laughs> and then that Super Bowl Sunday, we uh, we had fun 18 holes at Paiute with the skins game and uh, closest to the pins and a long putt contest. Uh, then we had this big old Super Bowl party that everyone had a great time for, a bunch of giveaways, squares, everything. I mean, food was fantastic. Drinks were flowing. It was a great time. And then uh, so, uh, Monday, we concluded taking buses to uh, Shadow Creek and uh, having a day out there. And then we also did our first ever um, chipping contest, uh, night chipping contest. And uh, that was a lot of fun uh, watching. I'll throw up some video or something of us uh, hitting some, some glow-in-the-dark golf balls in the 18 at Shadow Creek. Never been done before. First people to do it. Well, except for Tiger and Phil, but well, you know, I mean, they're, they're really not that popular anymore. No one knows so, them. I don't not know from where we're watching. Who? Yeah. So for the week for the weekend, Andrew, I know that. Listen, you guys had you guys did an amazing job. Uh, we had, uh, I think it was over ninety people out there both days. Uh, a little reflection from you got from your side, the swag off side, to all the people that joined us out at at Vegas. Yeah, I mean, first I want to say the the whole event was phenomenal and incredibly well run. So I have to thank all you folks at, at AGT for making the trip just as great as it was. Um, and and everybody that came, you know, we really appreciate you all showing up. It was it was an amazing weekend from start to finish. You know, Top Golf was a great way to kick it off. You know, we had. Claire doing trick shots. We had Drew Cooper hitting bombs out over the back fence at Top Golf. Um, you know, it was it was just a blast and a nice casual way to kick things off. And then we head out to Paiute the next day. The wind was blowing as it always does there, but uh, you know, overall, I think it was a a wonderful day. Followed by a a really good Super Bowl, which only made the party more exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I mean, I've already said what I can say about Shadow. That place is just unbelievable. But but really, it's just, you know, it was so fun getting to hang out with everyone that came. Everyone was so great. And we're so happy that we had the group of people there that we did. Yeah. I, I've said it a couple different times when we've talked about the previous Vegas trips. One, I, I think the shuttles might be the single greatest uh, tool for an event that big because you you get you have so many people from so many different areas and they might know one or two people and especially in the community that's been built out whether it's Facebook whether it's Instagram whether it's Discord you then get all these people face to face and are able to spend like real time together it's not like we can send out you know a twenty foursome and they can all play together. Everyone's playing in foursomes. Everyone's having a good time. You're mixing in um, ambassadors. You're mixing in employees from both sides, from swag off, from from our side. We're driving around a cart, you know, creating swag tours. You know, I mean, we're you're trying to do so many things in such a small amount of time, and the feedback has been uh, sometimes it's it's almost hard to reply to people because they're so kind in their words. Um, and you know, it was a big ask. I think it was a big ask for a lot of people, but you guys knocked it out of the park. And that's what I told everybody leading into it is listen, a, they've never let you down. B, they're not going to let you down and C, you're going to get all of it. And then some, and it was just an honor 
to, to be there to see everybody do it right and be caught up in all of it. It was it, to me, it was fantastic. It's the best Vegas trip that I've been on so far. The amount of feedback I got from the uh, the people that came, I mean, there was bucket lists, you know, to the umpteenth level right there. I mean, I, I, if you, I have not heard one single complaint about it. And if you wanted to complain that you just, you're not happy in life. I mean, <laughs> everyone just knocked that whole thing out of the park. I mean, it was absolutely fantastic. And that's what I was telling people before it started. I said, if you can get yourself there, get yourself there. Cause it's going to be nothing like any of us have ever thrown before. So that was fantastic. And all your team was fantastic getting it all ready for us too. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's, uh, I'll, appreciate hearing that and uh you know i hope i hope all the guests feel the same because we we do understand it was a big ask um and and i hope we we lived up to the expectations for it well i mean i can 100 percent say that everybody that i've talked to um i mean i like i said i think they have a hard time expressing truly what it meant i mean you had uh the steins out there um who that whole story is is absolutely fantastic and them all getting to play at shadow um you, you get a lot of people kenny mcginley did a great job with all of his friends and his guests and and i still don't know why they brought their wives or now they're calling themselves the wags of swag i don't know if you've heard this but they have their own instagram it's just ridiculous I love it. even yeah i mean it's fantastic they have one follower and it's me right now so that's you know, i think it's perfect um, yeah, not creepy trendy. at all either. No, 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 no. Nothing, nothing that happened in Las Vegas was creepy at all. Um, so, you know, we kind of, kind of bringing them together. You know, when you guys first started, and obviously, you guys with uh, Hazeltine was the first one, then Big Cedar, then you've got Vegas. How is it? Is it just as do you get excited just as much about like what you're going to do for the next event as like we do? I mean, we. We have swag series coming up. We do the trips. We do, we get together with you guys and we do a couple events. Is it, it, when does it go on your mind as to like how you want the next one to go? You know, I, I think we always strive to improve. And so it's, it's really just a matter of, you know, as phenomenal as Vegas was, you know, we still reflect on it, try to see things that we feel like we could do better on or things we would change for next time and try to incorporate that into, into future events. Um, you know, the hard, the hard part is, you know, we went Hazel team, we went big Cedar, we went Vegas. Um, <laughs> we're, we're like, we're running out of runway for, you know, <laughs> stepping this thing up further and further. Um, you know, if we, if we keep going at this pace, we're going to have to find somebody that'll let us play Augusta within the next two years. <laughs> I think it might be a letdown. Well, what about that? What about that semi-professional putting course that you were, uh, that you started <laughs> at? What if we just did a, what if we just did a little trip up there to Lincolnshire? I, I mean, it, we have this summer will be the third annual swag staff parking championship. So, uh, you know, 
maybe maybe we just start uh you know a series of events uh at of various courses i'm just spitballing we could call it the swag series um i don't know i i think it maybe has legs i uh, will see what happens. Just, just just keep going andrew just keep going it's your show right now yeah all right all right cool yeah i'm you know in my head i'm picturing like 13 events oh well 12 yeah 12 in a national championship maybe okay. uh, somewhere in that range mm-hmm. um all over the country targeted like towards it. where our customers are located and uh i don't know i think it could be cool but we'll see we'll work on it well i mean i don't i don't really know where to go here now but um <laughs> well, let me just ask this question it, uh oh. if this was to come to fruition would we be seeing you at any of these uh, what would be called swag series events? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm no, in. Sign I mean, me up. Ob- obviously, obviously, we launched the swag series last week, and uh, you know the the feedback so far has been really, really good. We're very excited about this over the course of the next year. Uh, we will. I'm attending quite a few of the events. We've we've got kind of a, a ragtag team uh, that'll be going around and going to these and and hanging out and meeting and it should be a should be a really fun time. But Frankie is still going to all of them, correct? Or at least <laughs> in his mind, Frankie's going to every single event. In his mind, I think he's already won every single event. Um, <laughs> We don't even need the national championship. It's, just it's already he by himself. Work on conclusion. Yeah, <laughs> it's done. No, we just, got, we've got a group of folks. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. We're gonna have you know a handful of people at every single event to to see everybody. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about with Adam, and I just think it's another. It just gives more insight as to wanting to impact community, right? And wanting to not only, hey. We know that there's these trips out there. We know that there that there's been a collector's event at Big Cedar. We know that there's been Hazeltine in in the Vegas weekend. It's just another way to get groups of people in common areas, and that's really what we're seeing. I mean, you're seeing this outreach into California with majority of people from California coming to this event, and 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 all these different areas. You know, the the Western Pennsylvania area, very much people from that area, Ohio. Yeah. And then, but you also still have those diehard people that we love that travel for these events. And I just think it's, it's so good because it just brings community together. And the more and more that we do it is it leads to the experiences like the ones that people have already had at events and to us. And I'm sure the same with you, Andrew, it, that's what means the most. You want people leaving, talking, um, and building those bonds and those friendships for the future. Oh, for sure. I mean, this, you know, the swag series was built for the community. That is, that is our goal. We want to be able to see these people face to face, you know, and it's just a blast hanging out for the day, playing golf with, with the community and, you know, people that are as passionate about our company as we are. And, and these are the people that make our brand. We, we wouldn't have a company without our collectors and, that's we are incredibly grateful for it and so this is a way that we can at least 
you know, we'll, we'll try to make it to all, all corners of the U S as this thing progresses, but you know, at least a, a start to be able to go and see these people face to face and thank them and have a good time. That's what it's all about. Hey man, I hope that, um, you listen to more than four minutes of this episode, unlike the one last week. Um, you know, sorry that I had to bring that up, but I just had to. And uh, thanks for sharing. I mean, I, I lived it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need to listen to it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we appreciate you jumping on with us. Thank you so much. And um, I'm sure we will see you here uh, very soon. Sounds great, boys. I appreciate you letting me come on here. No problem. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Have a great night. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Andy. Andrew Schmidt, he's, I mean, he's one of, like, the best humans I think I've ever met in my entire life. I mean, I I, I don't talk about people that highly. Um, I'm kind of a jerk. You know, you're always the very nice one. But uh, <laughs> Well, he's a shadow like, to your creek, look- right? He's he yeah, he is the shadow to my creek and um <laughs> I I felt terrible on Monday when he wore the creek hat and I didn't have the shadow hat. Yeah. And then tonight I have the shadow hat and he felt bad that he didn't have the creek hat. But um you know, we're very fortunate to be able to have those relationships with them and yeah. um you know <clears throat> I probably spent the most time with him in Las Vegas. So uh, it's like every time I see him, it's like I, I learned something new and he's fantastic thing out with. So uh, again, Andrew, when you listen to this, which he won't make it through the first four minutes, <laughs> thank you for, thank you for coming on. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah. It's fun. I, I said the same thing with Adam. Like I love learning these little, little backstories of people that they, they talk about with us, you know, just learning about the PGA show with them and uh, you know, his little background and in, in getting into golf and his, his putter, st- his, his, um, uh, mini golf place. The, That's what it's the Lincolnshire semi-professional yeah. putt, putt municipal yeah. course. I yeah. We got We got to make our way there this summer and see how that, how that place is. I was holding up without him. I mean, I mean, listen, we could just go there. Once we see them on Instagram, we'll just show up. Yeah. Right. That's a good we'll idea. Just show up. We'll have a heads up match. We'll just be recording. Be like, oh, hey, we didn't know that you were going to be <laughs> Oh, here. you guys are here too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, it's so hard. I feel like Adam and him and then other guests too. Like you, we could sit here and talk for hours and hours about stuff, right? Um, it's so hard to sort of get everybody to realize, you know, who Andrew is, uh, who Adam is, who some of these other people are. And I mean, I think that's, um, that's the great part about when we were talking about Vegas to see how the, the staff over at swag interacts with people, how they devote as much time as they possibly can, you know, how, uh, Cooper, uh, Drew Cooper was able to talk to a lot of people. You had Scott Tritle there, you get Frankie Ellingson there, you know, Takashi's there. I mean, I could go on and on and on, um, listing people, but it's really, there are those special moments, yeah. um, you know, for us doing the tournaments and, or setting up everything, it's really cool that they don't have to worry about that and they could just focus in on everybody else. Yeah. And that's fun. And you mentioned Drew Cooper. I think, was he in irons out of top golf, like over the net as well? Uh, I don't, I don't know if he got the two iron to clear. I know he hit a couple drivers and then I think everyone sort of said, I would have put that. There's people walking on the strip. We might want to put that one. Yeah. Away. 
Yeah, we're not trying to knock out lights on the on yeah. the neighboring hotel. But um, he hits that thing so far; it's it's insane. Oh, I, I uh, uh, Big Mike was coming off of eighteen, and he walked over. He goes, he goes. Cooper's playing the tips, and his ball landed like five yards behind me, and it just stopped. Then Drew comes down; he eagles eighteen, right? And then and then he comes over, and he's like. He's talking to Tridel and he's like, oh, I hit it like 364. And I was like, it didn't roll out. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, Mike, Big Mike said it literally hit and it took one, one bounce forward and that was it. And he was like, oh, so 364 carry. I was like, yeah. I was like, that is – that's for me, that's, that's driver for pitching me. wedge. That's <laughs> driver pitching wedge. Uh, so uh, really cool to see. Um, you know, I was trying to egg Andrew on a little bit. I, I kind of <laughs> wanted to know what – what what he's got in store for everybody, but I mean, yeah, it, it, try slipping that little back end in. I'm see, see what he might drop. I, I I did. I you know I watched the President's Day uh, drop that they just had. Um, I mean, <laughs> just some of the stuff that they think of. I, yeah. I wouldn't even. I and I I remember the day where like when I used to like think I was cool and I think I probably sent him text messages like, oh, you should do this, you should yeah. do that, and he he was very nice about it. He was like, okay. <laughs> We'll think about it. And, and like now it's I in feel the plans. Like a total schmuck. Yeah. yeah, it's 100% in the plans. But um, now the Foresight release have, is awesome. The foresight they have going forward. I mean, I you know, they, they got a master plan for everything. And I think they're, they're executing it very well. Um, I mean, back to the nostalgia aspect that, I mean, you and I are 80s kids also. And the fact they're just touching on all that. I mean, it's, uh, I see something, I, I just want it right away. Want, want, want. Yeah. And now, now you, you've helped me back off a little bit and just collect what I need to. But, um, I mean, the stuff they're throwing oh. out is just so much fun. I, it's not that I've gotten you to back off. I just don't think your wife's cousins in, in you know, in South America need You never need know covers. when so. they might need a head cover. I, no, no, no. I think the I think you need to say it the other way. You do know when they would need a oh, head cover, and that's when they play golf. Yeah, they do not need to own twenty five of them, but it's yeah. okay. You're all right. You're, you're diehard. Right. I like it. You're no, right. I I I led into it because you know not only did was the President's Day release, but then I then the new putter release that um, is going to be on Don't Give a Putt. And if anybody out there has known from listening to us, I have used the same putter for fourteen years. Um, it is a method 001. Um, I have switched a few times and tried different things and I end up with this broken down, busted Nike putter. (laughs) And I have been waiting and waiting and waiting to see this. And I will tell everybody out there that I will be hunting, um, (laughs) as much as I can. Um, because it's, it's truly the only head shape that I have ever competed with and, yeah. and have liked for a long period of time. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I can't tell um, that you're excited about it, but it's, it's a, it's. Oh yeah. I, I'm keeping, <laughs> I'm keeping my hands down. I'm trying to cross them for the hand <laughs> gestures, but, um, but no, it's, it's really good stuff. It's great uh, being able to do stuff with them. They're fantastic. Um, I love every minute of it. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing a few of them out at uh week for our trip. Um, it's going to be a great time. Uh, that's followed up by uh, the Swag Series event at Weekapod, which will actually be our second event of 2023. So we're looking forward to the starting the season on the West Coast, Torrey Pines and Weekapod. So it's going to be great. Uh, I know we're doing some stuff, uh, last minute stuff. I think it's seven more days before people can register. It might be 
four more days when you yeah, actually four days do this? When, this? when this one comes down, be four more days. You can sign up for the uh, week pot trips and then double it up. Get yourself in a series as well. Yeah, so there's going to be plenty of representation out there. Uh, Andy, myself are going to be out there. Uh, Rob's going to be out there. We're going to be having a fantastic time all weekend long. It's really Turn nice. To stay there. Yeah. yeah, stay there. Final four. Don't have to go anywhere. Enjoy the surroundings. Uh, if you do want to leave, there's nothing to do in Scottsdale. So I'm just letting everybody know there's absolutely nothing to do. But if you do want something to do, I will give you Kenny McGinley's phone number <laughs> privately. So message me. I'll give it to you. He won't have to know. He'll get five, 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 McGinley. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Andy, anything else that you want to cover? Uh, no, I'm interested to hear what, what story we have in store for us here today. All right. So this is Andy's week, but, yeah. uh, you know, I, I just kindly asked him before this, I was like, Hey, are you going to do a story? He kindly asked me to do a story. You do it. It's been in, it's, it's, it's been a moment and this is actually a story for Andy Cezanne. Oh, okay. So we just got done in Vegas and for anybody out there and for his missus that's watching, if you don't know this stuff already, I'm just I'm letting it out of the bag. Uh-oh. But uh, Andy Cezanne and I and about 12 other people, we, uh, we went to a club called Omnia. Okay. And uh, I mean, I – listen, I'm 38 years old. Uh, Andy, 37? 39. 39. Year old. 39. Yeah. Year older. Um. I mean, to see this guy go through all the different cocktails and have a good time and be moving around and, and doing all this stuff, it's awesome. Like, I get to spend so much time with him in an office. I get to see him. I know when he's riled up. And the best part was I just got to leave him alone. Yeah. Like, you would think that me and him know each other, but to see Andy come out of his shell yeah. He's having like a cranberry vodka one second. Then yeah. he's having like a Jack and Coke one second. He's red, got a red, red wine vodka one too, second. Yeah. He's got bourbon one night. I, fantastic. So yeah. my story really isn't like the greatest story in the world, but I'm going to tell you, if you want to get Andy Cezanne out of his shell, you come on an either an Amgolf trip yeah. or you come to a swag series event and you find Andy Cezanne. Buy me one drink and, and you get it. <laughs> You buy him one drink, two for a great time, yeah. followed up with some chicken parm, which I don't even know if you had chicken parm on the trip. I am so upset. I did not get any chicken parm on this trip. Um, our friends at Swag said that one of the best chicken parm they ever had in their life was in the Cosmopolitan. And every night I meant to make my way there, but we kept having uh, pizza and strombolis every night. At the yes, hotel. we did. So I never yes, made myself. And you know what? If this was your story time, you could talk about that. But yeah. that's going to have to wait for another That'll time. That'll be a different so story. For everybody out there, thank you so much for joining. Um, we look forward to talking to you down the road. Got it. Andy, tell them where they can find us. You can find us on Instagram at ADZ Golfing Podcast, also at AM Golf Trips. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on – You can find us everywhere. We find us everywhere. Simplify this. Every social media it. spot right here. Take a look. Find us. Come do a swag series. Meet us in person. It's going to be a great time. The season's just starting right now. I mean, we're going to – Yeah, and go sign up for Weekapod because it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Andy, good yeah. night. Everybody, good night. Good night. <laughs>